Hey y'all, it's me again. So, I don't have my AirPods, so hopefully I don't sound crazy. And it's literally like 3.45 in the morning. So, if I sound different, that is why. Um, I really should be asleep right now, but I don't know why I can't really sleep. Or, it's not that I can't sleep, I'm just not. I wasn't sleeping until literally now. But then I was thinking about this topic that I said I was going, like I told myself I was going to um talk more about. And then last week, I randomly had... A conversation with a friend about it. I can't remember, can't even remember how it came up. Like, we were having a conversation about other stuff and it just came up. Um, but yeah, and then tonight is just something that I can't, I couldn't think much about or I keep thinking about. Oh my god, I can't talk. So, I was, um, thinking about the impact that men have had on like my work more recently like I feel like and I say for some reason but everything isn't always for me to understand so I don't even really care the reason but um for some reason I've noticed that like lately I have like men have been disclosing certain things to me more and more or just like wanting to have conversations about stuff um which I definitely appreciate and it's really made me rethink how I um, market myself. Because from the Bougie Therapist, this brand is like unisex. Like I don't, it's not gender, gender specific. But I do have another brand that is like gender specific or it's, uh, my intention was for it to be for women. But um, like I said, I'm noticing that a lot of men or men have have more often started um disclosing certain things to me or just talking to me about like their life what's going on with them um which I genuinely appreciate um I also had noticed kind of like I wasn't it was kind of a casual like oh this sounds interesting like let me just do the training actually it was before last year because it was before the pandemic but I there was a train there is a trainer in St. Louis who um works with male with men like just men in general and so he did a two-part training on um the differences in working with men in counseling versus working with women um and it was just extremely uh, insightful because I have a history or background of working with both men and women um but one thing that I noticed from the training and then when I actually looked back on my experience I realized that like men don't usually stay in in therapy like long term um but I also feel like that it is because of the things that the trainer was saying um of just like men require a certain um type of therapist or a certain type of like therapy style which makes complete sense so um I appreciated that he let us know that and then he did a really good job of explaining why and I even I even like bought his book like he has a book which I need to read and there are some there have been other books that I've noticed that I've been collecting lately um that have been like either about about or for male survivors or just things about counseling um in regards to men so why am I even saying that right because it, it's late but I promise I had a, I promise I had a point with this whole impromptu podcast. So I was thinking about a coworker that I had when I literally, literally my first job out of um, undergrad. I was at that job for a total of two and a half years, I believe. But I would say it was within the last 
six months. I don't even think it was longer than that, but I know it was within the last six months of me being there. Um, I had a coworker who was a man, who's a black man, who committed suicide. And so it just got me to thinking. So one, it's not something I really talk about because like, I don't know. I think even when it was happening, like even or even the fallout of it happening, like at work was just I don't know. I I just I wasn't it wasn't processing because he was a person that like everybody liked. Everybody respected. Um, He was married. He had a son that like everybody that knew him knew that he like loved his son, like his son, his world, like he like loved that kid. Um, he also, like I said, was like well respected. Like he was, he was real cool. Like everybody liked him. Like he was, he was amazing. And so it was a shock to everybody because it's like one. I know for me at the time, I think I was like twenty four, or honestly, I think I was twenty three because I want to say I turned twenty four, um, like literally the month after. He, or not exactly a month, but like a month and a few days after, like, he committed suicide. Yep. So, I was 23 when it happened, and I turned 24. So, it was just, like, one, that was the first person that ever knew that committed suicide. But then it was, like, somebody that I was relatively close to. So, it was, it was really weird. It was very weird because it's, like, okay, yeah, we just co-workers. Um, but, like, you spend a lot of time with your coworkers, like, I don't think most people think about it, but just spend a lot of time with them, so even though you may only see them at work, like, it becomes, one, uh, um, a habit of, like, always seeing them, but then, two, like, it just, yeah, it just, you start to build a relationship, um, with them that, yeah, even though y'all just coworkers, it feels like, you know, like, oh, we actually homies, or whatever, at least that's how I process it, so it was, it was very, now, in retrospect, I realize, like, in a lot of ways, I did process it as a loss. Um, but another part of it is I never really processed it because it was just so layered. Like, it was so unexpected. Like, and then, but recently, like I said, the it, I had a conversation with a friend where we were just talking about black men and their mental health. And I, I it, again, I because I kind of blocked it out of my mind. And this happened in, like, 2016, so I also feel like, is because of how long it ago it happened. And like, I'm about to be 31 and I was like 23, about to be 24 then. So it's just like, I think also how much time has passed. But I also realized that it's a very relevant topic um, because I also noticed like randomly one day, I was just like, oh, today, I think it was like March 9th. I was like, something is significant about today. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like something is significant about today. And I was like, okay, I have a lot of friends that have like March birthdays, but like nobody's birthday was March 9th. And so randomly it just hit me. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the day that like such and such died. And so sure enough, I think I like, um, had the older obituary like in the stack of papers. And so I like looked for it and like, sure enough, I found it. And like, that was the date. And so I was like, wow, that's crazy. Um, also the car he drove was like, it, they don't make it anymore. Um, I think they stopped making his car in like 2014. Um, and so like, because of that, you don't see very many of them still like you, you still see them like often, like I still see them often, but like, um, not really because they stopped making it in in 2014. And so like, 
it's just weird. So one day, um, and then also the color card he had. It's like, I see those every once in a while, but not as often as like other colors. So it's like every once in a while, I'll be like, oh, such and such is driving a car. Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, what happened? Like, that's crazy that like so much time has passed. Um, and more importantly, just still kind of being confused of like what happened. Like, I'm just realizing more and more how much I think black men don't feel like loved and supported or if they do feel loved and or supported, don't feel like they can always reach out when they need support. I feel like I repeat myself, but don't always feel like they can reach out when they need help or um, they have a place to turn to if they feel overwhelmed or just have a lot going on. Um, and I'm also actually, it, this is crazy. Like I, I'm even thinking about another friend who, um, used to kind of talk about that often like we would when we would hang out um but he would never really go into detail or he would just always blow it off as like oh well like um kind of just accepting like as a man that's kind of like how how his friends or like his other friends not me like his other friends like just view him and, and expect from him like oh like you my male friend so I expect you to like come over to change my light bulbs and like just do all this crazy stuff but then like when he needs somebody or when he just need a hug or when he just needs somebody to talk to like um feeling like that isn't always reciprocated um so I think honestly now that I'm talking more I think the point of this whole conversation is um also depending on how crazy i sound when i listen back to this because i don't have my airpods and it's late like i said so i probably sound crazy i might delete it and then just like make a better version of it later but if if not it i'll probably just keep it up um until then so if it disappears that's why but hopefully at least a few people hear it but um if it goes missing like that's why I want to make a better version of it but I just really felt like I need to get this message out because like I said uh March 9th wasn't that long ago and that this year is for some reason when I remembered it again um and like I said I had been noticing like oh wow like I remember such as you had that car um and so yeah but the bigger issue is just like me recognizing that I want to work more. One, I want to eventually start working more with black men. But before I get to that point, I want to um, create more content centered around like issues that black men deal with um, and ways to help them feel more supported. Yeah, to feel more supported. Like, because that's, that's the issue. Like, that's the issue like it's enough threats to black men and their safety and their well-being like it's it's way more than enough threats in the world to them um and I just don't want like their mental health or yeah their mental health to be like another one which by default it already is because there is so much other stuff happening and other things that like are against them whether it be like racial trauma um quote-unquote community trauma community violence um family stuff life stuff patriarchy stuff like all all the things um I just don't want to neglect that neglect that population but then more importantly like neglect those issues um because we already don't talk about it enough as, as a society um and as a culture but like I think it would be even more negligent if 
me as a mental health provider talking about trauma did not mention that very important piece. Um, and yeah, just do more because I, I have the resources to do it. Like I have, I know where to look for the information. Like I can, I have, you know, people that I can talk to, um, even black men in the field that I could reach out to if I need it, like, you know, just more information. So I have the resources. Um, so I do want to be more intentional about creating content that is specific to the needs of black men, but then more importantly, like, in support of black men and the, the things that they struggle with, um, whether it be things that they struggle with silently or things that they struggle with um, that we all know about. So either way, that is going to be my challenge for myself. Um, I have been slacking on, con- on content creation on Instagram, but I'm going to do better. Um, I'm really going to try to do better. So be looking out for that. Yeah, that's, all I got for now um yeah so it's almost four o'clock so (laughs) I'm about to go to sleep and stop playing but like I said I just wanted to get that message out so if it sounds like I'm rambling I'm sorry but hopefully that message was for somebody because I literally was like I'm about to go to sleep and then I was just like no but I really really feel like I need to get these thoughts out so hopefully that helps somebody um be looking out for more content soon both with the podcast and with instagram and i guess until next time